0: 12 years, you didn't even know you had a son. But then one day, I ran away from military school to look for you. And I'll never forget the words you said when your eyes met mine. You're my what? Mrs. Stratton? Yeah. Are you Edward Stratton III? That's me. Pleased to meet you. Hi. I'm your son.
1: To join this man and this woman in holy matrimony will you edward take this woman as your lawful and wedded wife i will and will you kate take this man as your lawful and wedded husband i will with this ring i thee wed i now pronounce you husband and wife
2: to face a hey there everybody Angela Bowen here the host of together we're gonna find our way an unofficial Silver spoons podcast today I'm gonna be focusing on season. For episode 19, Movie Madness Which aired on February 16th, 1986 In this episode, Rick is bent on winning The annual student filmmaking contest This episode's got a 6.8 out of 10 Based on 15 ratings We got Jessica, guest starring Played by Kathy Carson We have Julie Jetter, also guest starring Playing Cynthia This episode was directed by Jack Shea, writers David W. Dukon, the creator Ron Levitt, Michael G. Moy, Danny Callis, Martin Cohen, Howard Leeds, and Ben Starr. So this episode was written by Danny Callis. As always, there's no trivia. So, before I officially get into the episode, I'll let you newbies who've just joined the podcast, I want to say thank you. And regular listeners, of course... Remind you, where you can find the podcast on social media? On Facebook, the podcast does have a page. It's together we're going to find our way on an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast. On Instagram, it's Silver Spoons podcast. And if you'd like to send an email of your memories or comments on episodes I've done or plan to do in the future, send an email to silverspoonspodcast at gmail.com. Alright, without further ado, let's jump into movie madness. Okay, so coming out of the intro, we have Edward and Kate. You hear them behind the door. They're laughing. I guess (laughs) they decide to have a race to see who could get inside the house fastest. I guess the wager is whoever loses has to make dinner. And I'm going to play this clip because it's so adorable just seeing them just have fun together as a married couple and they're acting like a... a couple of kids.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ah, I win! You gotta start cooking dinner! You cheated! You
1: cheated! You definitely positively cheated! (laughs) didn't win. Come on, you cheated. You pulled on my coat in the driveway.
0: What about you? You slammed the car door on me. You hit me with your briefcase. And you tripped me coming up the stairs. Don't
1: change the subject. We're talking about you. Start cooking dinner. cooking dinner. Remember, <laughs> okay, you gotta eat what I cook. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Oh, Kate is trying for the Worst Sportsman of the Year award. Guys, you're always kidding. You're always happy.
0: What a pleasure it is to be near you. I am so lucky. <laughs>
2: something you want, Jeez, something. Thanks, Rick.
0: Right. How much?
2: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: This much. Oh. What is it? Let me remind you that is less than one billionth of one percent of the gross national product. i got that <laughs> for my math teacher.
1: What on earth do you need? Oh What is it?
0: This It's a student film contest The top five get shown on television In a primetime special On national TV? Well it's more like Long Island TV Channel 6 But this big time Hollywood director He's doing the judging well, Why does it cost so much money To enter this contest? Oh no no dad That's how much it'll cost To make my film I worked out the budget
1: In a film class Let's just turn in The documentary made on Kate's cat You got an A plus on that
0: Well, they're looking for something a little more exciting than furballs. Dad, this is important to me. Film is my life. I didn't know that. Yes, Kate. And if I want to get anywhere in this business, I've got to enter contests. That's how Stevie Spielberg started, Dad. That's what you
1: said about Chucky Norris when you wanted karate lessons. You broke a board in front of a girl and quit. Dad, she's the one that broke the board. That's why I quit. not <laughs> well, let's not forget that deluxe professional drum set that we all enjoy dusting.
0: Dad, I know it's a lot of money, and I know I don't have the greatest track record.
1: Yeah?
0: That's all. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that I know that. Could I say something? Please. Please. When I was a little girl, I begged my parents for skating lessons and they told me they couldn't spend that much money since I'd probably quit right away I was devastated I don't think I have ever gotten over it
1: Well, (laughs) yeah, Kate, sometimes And and every
0: time that I go to the ice capades and I see Snoopy out there gliding on the ice I say that could have been me
2: (laughs) It could have been Snoopy?
1: You wanted to wear a beagle suit?
0: (laughs) That is not the point the important thing is to let him try things. Dad, if you give me the money, I promise to get straight A's for the rest of my life. And I will never, ever, never put you in an old folks home.
1: <laughs> How can I refuse an offer like that?
0: Dad. Yeah. All right,
1: honey. I'll give him a check for... Uh... How much? That That's
0: great, Dad. How much is I'm going to go call Brad and Alfonso. This is so great. <laughs> oh, what's your movie about anyway? Just think of Fellini with a hint of Bergman.
2: The story of
0: love, courage, and the human condition.
1: You can get all that into one film?
0: Sure, (laughs) as long as I don't go over two minutes.
2: (laughs) So, this is just adorable. Like I said, with Kate and Edward rushing into the house. They had a race to see who would get there first, and the losers got to cook dinner. And of course, Edward lost, but then they're both bickering about... Who did what? Oh, you pulled on my jacket. Oh, you slammed the door in my face. Oh, you pulled on my whatever while we were running up the stairs, and you tripped me. Of course, he lost. He can't be a gracious uh, loser. So she, goes, no, you gotta make dinner, and she's like pushing him from behind, edging him towards the kitchen. And that's when <laughs> Rick comes down And immediately you can tell he wants something The way he is be He's not being subtle at all Oh it's so nice to see you two getting You know happy and smiling And Edward comes over and puts an arm around Rick Like alright how much How much how much do you need How much do you want And we don't even Do we even get the amount Because was like ah, As he looks at this paper that Rick is showing him. It's for the film contest that he wants to do because the best one under two minutes is going to be aired on Long Island television. And I guess some big film producer, film director is going to be one of the judges. And Rick added up all... Of Like, basically, his budget for how much he'd need to make the film. I wonder if it's got to be within the thousand dollar range. Grant, now this is 1986 money. What, I mean, do we ever get a dollar amount? I want to know what it is. Edward, of course, reminds Rick of all the things that he has done and stopped doing and saying, Oh, I'm going to be so great. I'm going to. I guess he took a. Not a karate, the type where you can break a board over someone's head or break a board. And he did this to impress a girl. Actually, turns out the girl broke the board on Rick's head or on Rick. There's also a drum set that Edward reminds him, oh, we just love polishing that drum set that you said you were going to use. But that's any kid that will, I've, sure I've done that too. Or it's like you say you want something, you'll never ask for anything else. You pre- He even promises to get straight A's for the rest of his life or high school career or college. I don't know which. Both, maybe. Um, and Kate tells them a story about how when she was a little girl, she wanted to do skating. At first I'm like, okay, is this roller skating or is this ice skating? And she says she went to the Ice Capades and saw Snoopy, and just for a fleeting second, she thought, that could be me out there. I'm like, you want to be Snoopy? Well, yeah, I mean, she was so devastated when her parents were like, no, we're not spending money. I mean, skating is, that is a lot of money. You know, whether it's figure skating, whether it's hockey, there's equipment, skate rentals, uh rink fees all that stuff costumes you know money that you need if you're to travel and you make it on a team all that stuff and no parent wants to really probably spend that kind of money unless their kid is going to show that they're dedicated and it's not just a fleeting fancy fancy because you saw mighty ducks and you thought you could be a hockey player too or you saw Airbud and you're like, I want my dog to be the next Airbud and be on a basketball team. And, or you saw 101 Dalmatians, you're like, I want a Dalmatian. Or yeah, the list goes on and on. You, you saw Free Willy once and you wanted to be a marine biologist. No, that was me when I saw that. And let me tell you, that dream lasted about as long as it took for us to pull into the driveway. Yeah. Edward agrees. Of course, Rick's so excited. He can't wait to tell Brad and Alfonso because you know Freddy's gone. He doesn't exist anymore. He gets a name drop in future episodes. We we don't... I, I don't know. I don't know going forward. Uh, uh, Rick's talking about all these little things that he wants to put into the film. Something about the human condition and this and that. I thought he was going to go the Ben Siever route with the whole girls in bikinis in March in the driveway filming a beach scene. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see this finished product or bits and pieces of whatever this film is going to be. Is he going to be a dictator like Jamie Lawson from the Small Wonder episode, Spielberg Jr.? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Alright, so... Rick's at Burgers going over script changes with Brad and Alfonso. He says, I've done some changes. Now we're down to three main characters. It's a less than two minute movie. Just focus on one person. And one single act of conflict or, or something. You put three people in... A less than two minute movie. There better be something good there. And he says we're down to three million characters. How many did he have before? Five? And here are the characters that he lists. Wandering poet. Vulnerable sensitive school teacher. Did he just say disenchanted duck? What movie is he making? And Alfonso's like, look, I don't know if I'm right for the duck. I guess they have to find someone to play the school teacher. And Brad's like, I don't understand why any no one's jumping at a chance to be in our movie. Well, are you paying them or is it just merely hey look if the if that's a very big if we win this contest, your face is gonna be on Long Island television or or the news channel or whatever. That's a big if. I don't know. And if I'm not getting paid, and the chances this thing ain't gonna win. I just, I got a feeling in my gut this video is not gonna win. But then again, we gotta root for Rick. We gotta root for our main character. My, um... Let me see. My guess is Rick isn't going to win, and it's going to be, so, or they're going to scrap this idea, go with something completely different. Someone else takes the idea and wins the contest. I know it's pretty far-fetched, but Jessica Winters shows up, and this girl has got short hair, it's long on top and in the front, it's really sh- cut short in the sides and the back, And Rick's looking at her like, yeah, you know, I mean, I saw her do Romeo and Juliet in uh, the senior play, and nobody laughed at her. Why would somebody laugh at someone who's performing Romeo and Juliet? I mean, last time I checked, Romeo and Juliet was not a comedy. Of course, Alfonso and Brad are up on their chairs like, hey, let's get her, let's go ask. And Rick's right to like put a hand on the guys. Come on, we we can't all like bum rush the girl. Like, let me do this let me go ask her and be calm and chill and all about it and i'm sure she'll say yes So i'm gonna play this clip
0: i've looked over the script and i made a few cuts now we're down to three main characters the wandering poet the vulnerable sensitive school teacher and the disenchanted duck (laughs) i don't know if i'm life of a duck (laughs) please don't start with me alfonso we're having enough trouble as it is finding someone to play the school teacher I just don't understand why we can't get anyone. We're offering them a chance to be in a movie. Hey, look. Jessica Winters. You haven't asked her yet? Yeah, she's great. I saw her do Romeo and Juliet in a senior play. No one even laughed at her. Let's get her. Guys, guys, calm down. Let's not look as desperate as we are. Look, let me handle this. Now, Jessica. Do you want to be in a movie?
1: Give me a break.
0: No, I'm serious. I'm making a movie. It's going to be on TV. TV? Yeah. This role, you'd be perfect for it. It's something you could really sink your teeth into. Would I get to cry? Buckets. Listen, why don't you come to our table and we'll talk about it? Sounds terrific. you know Alfonso. And this is Brad. He'll be your co-star. <sighs> hey, babe. Forget it.
2: Yeah, you gotta nip Brad. Jessica,
0: wait, what's wrong? Look, well, Rick, I'd love to be in your movie. Just get rid of Brad.
2: Yeah.
0: I can't do that to a friend. No way. <laughs>
2: You're lost.
0: Yep. <laughs> now what do we do? I've got to start shooting by right tomorrow. I've been waiting for just the right time, and I think this is it. Uh, Cynthia. Oh, Cynthia, who's Cynthia? Rick, you're going to want to kiss me for this, but don't. <laughs> is this school teacher material or what? It looks like I you didn't know where class. Are you guys really making a movie? Yes, we are. <laughs> Do you have any acting experience? No. Well, I, I don't mean professional. I mean anything. High school plays. <laughs> grammar school plays.
2: Is he not all there? In the world, what's your Christmas deal? Christmas
0: pageants? No. <laughs> well, gee, I'm sorry. But... I can do great herkies, though. What? Well, here, I'll show you.
2: What's a herky? Rama, llama, lama llama, bop-de-bop. Rama, llama, 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 bop-de-bop. Rama, llama, ho. Who, Lama, llama, llama, here come the hurties, go teams, go! So she's a cheerleader. She's perfect.
0: up? <laughs> uh, uh, Jessica? <laughs> By the way, Brad, you're
2: fired. Yes, fire <laughs> So yeah, he goes over to Jessica, and of course, she's not interested. Like, (laughs) no, thank you. As soon as he mentions the word TV, she's like, her ears perk up. And she's like, well, I get to cry. And he's like, buckets. So he brings her over and says, Jessica, Brad's going to be your co-star. And he's like, oh, hey, babe. And she's like, (laughs) forget it. The only way she's doing this is if he fires Brad. So in burgers I notice in the back There is a neon sign that says Video games there are three Tall standing video game Consoles and I'm just thinking I wonder if this is what they did With the video game Consoles that were in Edward's Living room prior to Kate's remodel that they just Moved you know the show just Moved them here or not so much The show as in you know the set Designers Brad calls over Sylvia, and apparently this girl's got zip for acne experience and zip for a brain. Because she's like, she's just portraying. This girl is just portraying a a ditzy person. Like she's not all there in the head. I don't know what her deal is, but she something about she does cheers or something for I don't something some team. And she starts doing her cheer. I'm like, oh, so she's a cheerleader. And it's like, no, 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 no. No, she's not what we're looking for, clearly. And I would agree with Rick 100%. He fires Brad. Thank you. You need to fire him as your friend because he sucks. I really don't like him. And Rick goes over to, I almost called her Sylvia, Um, uh, Jessica seems like every time we go to Rick's room, there's something different there. I get it, of course. The desk is gone because he needs a film reel-to-reel thing to work with. He's working on probably uh, cutting up the footage. Or splicing, or however they do. Of course, it's late at night, and you know that Edward and Kate's bedroom is right next to his, so he's got the thing playing, you hear the dialogue, and I'm sure Edward's gonna come in and be like, you, it's like two in the morning, you need to n- stop. Like, you need to go to bed. <laughs>
1: What are you doing? It's four o'clock in the morning. I'm editing the goodbye scene. You have school tomorrow. Today. I know,
0: but this is when I do my best work, Dad.
1: Well, it's when I do my best sleeping.
0: Please, just a few minutes more. Come
1: on, son, you're exhausted.
0: No, I'm not. Yes, you
1: are. You just edited your pajama string into the film. (laughs) Very funny, Dad. Rick, are you going or do I have to carry you?
0: Okay. Okay, I'm going.
2: <laughs> Good night, son. You know he's going to get Good up night. out of that bed as soon as... Yeah. <laughs> I figured he'd get up out of that bed as soon as his dad turned the light up and shut the door. There's got to be a nightlight there somewhere. ...is showing the movie to Kate and Edward, and they're just horrific expressions. They, they are... they don't know what to say. They are at a, very much at a loss for words. I only saw that, you know, the end that he showed us, but it just... I think he needs to scrap that duck idea and move. Like, that is an idea. You had it. Great. Great. Throw it in the trash and start over because that is just that's weak sauce. A girl crying over a duck? No, thank you. Well,
0: what'd you think? It sucked. <laughs> um, did you love it? Well, um, uh, uh, such a go there.
1: <laughs> you first, Kate. Okay? Yeah.
0: Uh, I thought it was, um, different. Really yeah.
2: different.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going for. Great! Wow! <laughs> What'd you think, Dad?
1: Uh, well, cute. um. Come on, be honest now. Okay. okay. You want <laughs> well, <to see? laughs> yeah, you know the fancy part at the beginning are... uh, there? The titles. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought they were very original. Really? the no, same with the ending. The credits. Yeah, really nice.
0: D- I agree. <laughs> oh, boy, what a relief. I'm glad you liked it. Ah. <laughs> Wait a minute. What about all the stuff in between? That I had some
1: problems with.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but what do you mean, Dad? What was wrong with it? Nothing. Nothing. I didn't understand it. You didn't? I thought it was me. <laughs> What's not to understand? It was a commentary on man's inhumanity to man. <laughs> what? I thought it was about a duck. Exactly. Dad, that was a symbol. I used tons of symbols. Kay. Well, did you like the story? There's, story?
2: Yeah, really, did <laughs> the story?
0: Was there anything about my film you liked? It ended. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird, that's well, if you think of something, I'll be upstairs. <laughs>
2: Try again!
1: What kind of father am I? I couldn't even think up a good lie to tell him.
2: Well,
0: he asked you to be honest.
1: Yeah, just like you asked me to be honest about your singing lessons.
0: I asked you to be honest, not brutal.
1: He's not too upset?
0: Oh, don't be silly. He's not upset. Oh, dear. Maybe
2: a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he asked for Kate and Edwards' opinion, and clearly, Kate offers up, you know, it's it's different. I'll give you the, it's really different. And Edward, of course, it's like, well, the cre- the um beginning part with the that the title, and of course the end, the, the wording and credits and everything. That was that was really something. And Rex, all like, really, you mean it? And then he turns. Back And then he turns around and like Well wait a minute what about all the stuff in the middle uh, <laughs> And Rick's like Oh now be honest And it's like Yeah that, that stuff in the middle That's what I had a problem with It's like you wanted honesty Somebody's gonna critique you And Rick Goes on about how it's like something about man and it just it's one of those pieces that's like one of those thought inducing pieces I guess that you're trying to say something with uh, what's the word I'm looking for he, he says the word symbols but it's like almost like metaphor like oh the duck is like a metaphor for this and it's just like It almost seems like he's trying to go in a direction like an artsy film that's filled with symbolism. You know, symbols. Yeah, symbolism and and metaphors and stuff like that. And it's just like, dude, you are dealing with. (sighs) Get it? It's going to be looked at by a supposed Hollywood director, producer who's going to be judging it. But then again, think of your audience. What audience are you trying to aim for? High school kids are not going to give a crap about this. They're not going to. Like, oh, the duck gets killed. Oh, that was cool. College kids, of course, are probably going to look at it and look for the symbolism, look for the metaphors, look for the real meaning. Just like, you know... High schoolers are supposed to look at poetry and find the inner meaning for that. It's just like, dude, know your audience. This is going to be airing where parents are going to be at home watching with their kids. And you're going to be... Think about also your competition. What's the age range of this contest? What do you suppose other people are? This isn't a school assignment. It's just a film contest. I just, I think he needs to, scratch. it was a good start, but it's definitely something that you should, it just feels like it's something like that was thrown together within 24 hours, and he didn't give it a whole lot of thought. It's almost like, I'm doing this to impress the judge. It's like, no. It's just, it a Good first idea, just try something different. Of course, Edward feels bad, like, I really you know, I didn't know what to say, I wanted to come up with a good lie, and Kate's like, well, that's kind of like, you know, you asked me to be, you know, honest about your singing lessons, and Kate's like, yes, honest, but not brutal, and it's like, Edward's like, he'll get over it, it'll be fine, and she's like, you think so? Cut to the patio, we see the film reels thrown out the window. This is the thing with kids sometimes. It feels like you get one, you know, you know, flummox. Like, you try, you you feel like you failed, you don't want to keep trying again. It's like, that's just how things are. You gotta keep trying until you feel like you're fully satisfied with what you have. Get open, you know, it to up to critique and get some feedback. And that's just all that he's asking for. And, and look at yourself. Think of yourself as a viewer viewing this film. What would you get out of it? But let's move on from there. Let's see if he's going to come up with idea number two. One thing I got to say about this is I don't know who works on the sound for this show, but it's like they're putting in like musical cues or... Sound cues or something in the scenes—I don't feel like they're warranted. Now, I don't have a degree in filmmaking. I don't have a excuse me any background. I'm working on a TV show. I just feel like the show never seemed to really have that kind of stuff before. I mean, yes, you get your laugh tracks, but. What is with this I'll even play it And you guys tell me Do you think that this is warranted to need this weird Almost like an overture Some type of sound effect We get the situation We get how he's feeling Because Rick's sprawled on his bed Just looking depressed and upset But we don't This isn't Full House Where you're having a heart to heart moment This is Silver Spoon's you don't need to pl- put that stuff in there. We know how to feel without this. Drop
1: this. Thanks. guess that's what you filmmakers call a statement. Dad, I'm not a filmmaker anymore. I've decided to become a crossing guard. <laughs> Sit up, son. Let me tell you a little story. This is about the first toy I ever invented. <laughs> what, have I told you this before? No.
0: But you probably thought your toy was going to be a huge hit. Then you released it, and no one bought it, and you weren't a hit to your fourth try. Sure I haven't told you? <laughs> Dad, look, no offense, but the little story stopped working a couple of years ago. I'm not a little kid anymore.
1: Could've fooled me. Well, look at yourself. Little criticism, you fall apart. I can't believe you're gonna give up just because I'm not crazy about your film. I'm not. giving up because you were right, Dad. It was a bad film. It was
0: worse than that. It was bogus abstract, boring, black I wouldn't say black Dad, after seeing that I wouldn't even trust myself with an instamatic camera
1: Oh, come on, son You're being hard on yourself You showed a lot of talent How about those opening credits I told you I liked them Must have been hard to put together Brad did those (laughs) Oh I know what I should have done
0: I should have kept it simple and short Without all the symbols Exactly I'll buy that I should have made more of a classic kind of film. After all, I'm studying the Masters, Chaplin, Keaton, Stallone. You kidding, Dad, just kidding.
1: Well, why don't you do it? Do what? Make another
0: film for the contest. You mean write it, cast it, shoot it, edit it by the day after tomorrow? Why not? Dad, it took me three days to learn how to load the camera.
1: Son, winners never quit, and quitters never win. Well, what I mean is, when the going gets tough, tough, get going. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is, at first you don't succeed. Dad, how many of these do you know? Look, I'll help you out. Kate will pitch in, will Brad and Alfonso, what do you say? Well, I guess it's possible. Well, come on, you're going to have to be more positive than that. Okay, I'll do it. All right, come on. (laughs)
2: What do I do first? Me out another check. <laughs> 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 so bottom line, Rick realizes that his film is not good. And Ever tries to lay on the wisdom of these father-son chats. Ch- Ch- he's just trying to boost up Rick's enthusiasm, his confidence. Because his confidence is shot. It's his first film. I, you know, I, I get it. You, you tried, and you feel like you're a failure because... Your dad didn't really care for it. And Rick's like, look, dad, those talks that you used to give me three years ago just don't work anymore. It's like, Sarah, I get it, he's upset. But it's not like Edward isn't tailoring these talks to your situations now as a teenager. He's not going to talk to you like you're 12, Edward even says, like, son, do you realize that you're still kind of acting like a kid with your attitude, your whole defeatist attitude? I'm never going to film again. I'm no surprised Edward didn't throw it in his face and go, like, see, see, I told you. This is why I said I didn't want to get in- <laughs> give you the money for this because I knew that it wasn't going to work out. But no, Edward's not going to do that. He's, in fact, going to tell Rick, you need to try again. And he was almost going to tell him about this story of, you know, when Edward created his first toy and how it failed. I thought they were going to bring up the uh, Stratton and Stratton episode from just uh, a few episodes ago, but they don't. <laughs> that would have been a good callback for this situation. Just, you know, you tried and it didn't work out. You just you keep working at it. So Edward's like, yeah, just you know oh because he mentions the title and the end credits and everything those were pretty good and rick's like yeah brad did those like did you need to get out of your doldrums one false start is not the end of the world it really isn't and everyone even says you know kate and i will pitch in we'll get brad and alfonso on it it'll be great So, finally, Rick gets that enthusiasm. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, that sounds, yeah, let's do it then. It's like, thank you. Enough of selling Rick, man. Let's just, come on. You gotta, and he's all like, you know, I'm supposed to shoot it and cast it and write it and get it edited Before the day after tomorrow. And it's like, with everyone helping you, I don't see how it's a lose-lose situation. Take what you learned from the first go and apply it to the second one. You learn the mistakes that you made, you learn from them. And just don't do them again. And you got your father and Kate who, who work in toys, but also I'm sure, you know, not just manufacturing toys, but also... You know, advertising comes with toys, so they have a little bit. Just, you know, yeah. I think you—you you got four people in on this. I think four minds are just as well as one mind. See how this is going to go? Okay, actually, looks like I don't know. This is an outside setting somewhere. Looks like they're in an abandoned warehouse area. There's graffiti on the concrete or walls. Kate is actually assistant director, which is awesome. Looks like Brad's got a boom mic and some headphones, so of course he's working sound. We got Alfonso, looks like he's going to be on the camera. And Edward is going to be the actor. I'm not sure what Rick is going to do. Oh, there's a porta potty there. Looks like, are we going to like demolish a fake building? Because there's this big, like, crane, like, smashing, I can't even think of the word. He smashed something into a building. I can't even think of what the word is. The, the big thing on the end. I, I don't know. Uh, Edward, I guess, is the actor. I don't know what he's doing. He's got this yellow hat on. He's trying to perfect it. He's wearing a huge button-down tan coat. All right, looks like it's something that's set up in the snow. Is Edward supposed to be like a vagrant, a homeless person? I don't know. The scene calls for snow. It looks like a porta potty even has graffiti on it. So, is this supposed to be like a bad area of town? Okay, it's supposed to hit him with like a handful of some form of snow. And she's getting ready to toss it at the back of his head. And he's like looking around. I'm guessing like a big old Rubbermaid trash can is supposed to symbolize. A burning bear. I don't know. I just, I don't know what to make of this film. I mean, <laughs> seems like Edward is the one that's not being difficult. <sighs> For heaven, this was your idea! To help your son, and now you're being difficult. Edward's like, look, uh, because he yells cut and looks like, Dad, I'm the director. I'm supposed to be yelling cut. <laughs> and everyone's like yeah but I have a great idea and everyone's like great can we save it for the sequel cause everyone's like I know you don't have a lot of film to use it's like yeah he doesn't can we just cooperate here please Get this thing shot edit it and whatever cause it's all like cut and splice basically so I can imagine that the film that they use is expensive and you gotta use it to the best of your ability so I'm gonna play this clip
0: one Excuse me
1: <laughs> Am I the
0: assistant director or not That is more like it Places everyone <sighs> Daddy ready? Yeah, just a sec. <laughs> Dad, we're waiting. Hey, just a minute, I'll be right there. Okay, now, let's do it. Quiet! And when I yell snow, I want you to start sprinkling. Ready? And action.
2: <laughs> what the heck is he looking at in the... Fresh can. <laughs> it's gonna be a homeless
1: person. Yeah, Cut! Cut? <laughs> Dad, I'm the only one who's supposed to say cut. Oh, I'm sorry, son, but I know you only have so much film, I don't want you to waste it. I have a great idea. Can we save it for the sequel, Dad? We're running out of time. <laughs> but my idea will make a profound statement on the human condition, son. It'll make your film meaningful.
0: Dad, I don't want it to be meaningful. I just want it to be fun. <laughs>
1: directors <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay Now let's do it for real Ready And action
2: Sprinkle. sprinkle. I'm already bored. <laughs> this one in the theater has been walking out. And cut! Oh,
0: that's great! You've never done a better of that great snow case. How to sound, Brad? Good. How to look through that camera, Fonce? Ready where you are, Rick? What? Are you insane again?
2: You... Oh my god. Oh my god. This film looks worse than the Duck film. I. I, I get it, Edward's like, oh, I want to, like, make a statement about the human condition. And Rick's like, no, I don't want to make a statement, I just want it to be funny. What exactly is Edward supposed to be? And then he gets into, like, a piece of uh, heavy machinery equipment with the crane on it. Like, he's gonna... T- what, what even is this? I mean... I'm sorry, guys, but some of these episodes just, this one kind of falls flat for me. I mean, there's six minutes left, but this is just, it's not interesting me. I'm not rating it a two, I'll rate it a three, but good grief. Alright, so I'm going to play this clip. They finally finished filming the scene of Edward getting out of the, what is that type of heavy machinery? I can't even think of it. Let me tell you, there is a Help Wanted It looks like a, it's supposed to be like a construction site. There's the Help Wanted sign and uh, the big, like, heavy piece of machinery. And it looks like Edward, is that hat supposed to symbolize, like, a, a construction worker? I don't know. This type of episode, it just feels like a, kind of. it's lacking something. It just... I don't know what it is. It seems like in the earlier seasons, like seasons 1 and 2, I'm not saying they're hard-hitting, amazing episodes, but they just seemed like they had more oomph, more maybe semi-depth to them. These ones, I mean, at least uh, the last three I covered, uh, Daddy Rick and One for the Road parts 1 and 2, just seemed like they had something. This one really... This episode just, I mean, it's not as bad as uh, the one with Grandfather Stratton that I rated a one, but it's just not good. This just, it's not, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, the other episodes will be better, the, the other two that I'm doing for this episode. So let's play this clip.
0: That's a wrap. Oh, we are done? Yep. I don't know what we got, but we got it. I
1: still think we should have used my idea.
0: Dad, it's a student film. I couldn't use your idea. It would have looked too professional. Oh, not with that acting. I mean, well, it's obvious that you're an amateur. I mean, uh, excuse me, but I have to put snow back in the box. You know, guys, I can't thank you enough. Give it up your weekend on such short notice, working like dogs... You guys are really friends.
2: It was our pleasure. Yeah, don't mention it, Rick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? I mean, maybe the end result will be better. I how Kate is telling Edward, like, you're, shows you're an amateur actor. I mean, the acting wasn't great. And Edward just keeps looking at her like, honey, are you, real? are you serious? And Rick's like, hey, Alfonso, Brad, it's really great that you guys, you know, came out here on a Saturday and just spent a lot of man, you know, manpower and hours and everything helping me out. While Rick is assisting Kate, Brad and Alfonso go over to Edward with their palms out like, You promised to pay us money. Now we're back at the house, and we got the student films going. And let's see if Ricks is up there and if it wins.
1: That was our fourth student film. We'll be back with our next film after these messages. (laughs) I kind of like that one, too. I like the special effects.
0: What special effects? Anybody can build an Empire State Building out of matchsticks and set it on fire.
1: But how'd they get that monkey to eat it? <laughs> I still think Works will be much better. I hope it's on next. Oh, it better be. It's the last one.
0: Hey, so what? The only thing that matters is when the going got tough, I didn't quit. I went on to make a film that I can be proud of. I don't care whether they pick mine or not
1: think he may have learned something from all this.
0: Hey look, the next film's coming on. Please let it be mine. Please.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to the first annual Young Filmmakers Festival. <laughs> and now for our fifth and final film.
0: <laughs> please, please.
1: An homage to the silent film that uniquely expresses man's determination to survive in a hostile technological environment.
0: Break. I'm sorry. Yeah, tough
1: break. <laughs> we are pleased to present Rick Stratton's Vacant Lot. <laughs>
0: like I said, I only want to make meaningful films.
2: <laughs> so yeah, we're back at the house. They're watching the um the videos that have been chosen for the filmmaking contest and they're down to the fourth video Rick hasn't seen his he's getting a little despondent he's a little worried Look, like, please 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 pick mine and of course they get to the fifth film and the film talks about uh, the environment and the human condition and they think oh too bad Rick and it turns out it's called Vacant Lot By Rick Stratton And everyone cheers he's like, hey, I always said I wanted to make meaningful films And I was right on the You know, Edward plays like a a Homeless Individual that's in a vacant lot And he finds a One of those uh, Heavy machinery type things that uh, Smashes down buildings I don't even know what the term is but and it's play it's a silent film, it's in black and white. And it's kinda of like reminiscent of those old like I guess Charlie Chaplin films. And he's like in like a backhoe, a backhoe or whatever. Like I said, it's one of those heavy machines that they use to demolish buildings. And of course you know how it's got the levers and Edwards characters like sleeping and his shoulder bums a lever takes down a building and this and then takes down another building and another building and that's pretty much the film i'm going to play this end part where they're all congratulating they're all slapping high five they're all happy come
0: on guys it was only a student film shown on local television in the biggest city in the world to millions and millions of people speech 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 well okay I would like to thank the academy for this award no no not the doc
2: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Rick's pretty happy that his film got to be shown on live TV with you know to millions and millions hey Quinny you okay Please tell me you're not going to cough up a hairball on the carpet. You okay, girl? Hmm? Alright. Yeah! You know, showing to millions and millions of people in New York on Long Island. Of course he gets... <laughs> on the coffee table, and they're all like, speech, speech, and he grabs like a wooden duck, and they're like, no, no, not the duck, you know, a callback to his first failed film, and that's how the episode ends, um, like I said, I thought this was, it was an okay episode, better than the barbarians, that's what the episode was called, that I hated so much. I really, that I gave a one star to. This one I'm just going to give it an average, you know, three out of five. I like that Rick learned something from this. You know, he learned that even when you fail at something the first time, just keep going, try again. You'll learn your lesson from the mistakes that you made and hope that in the future you can be better for them. I like that, you know, Edward and Kate got involved. You know, Edward had to pay Alfonso and Brad to uh, work on a Saturday. Of course, Rick didn't need to know that. And, you know, Rick got his videos showing up on, on television. That's awesome. And plus, it was speaking to the human condition in a way. The homeless population and everything. And bringing awareness. So that's also good. You know, it was a meaningful film. Yeah, Silver Spoonful, like I said, just keep Hugging at it. When you want something bad enough, don't think of your failures as reasons to quit. Just think of them as stepping stones in your process to succeed. Alright, join me next week when I cover Season 4, Episode 20, entitled Rick Sings, which aired on February twenty third, 1986. In this episode, Rick becomes a... (laughs) becomes famous when he subs for the lead singer in his rock band. Alright, everyone have a good week. I can't believe how close we are to finishing season four already. So at this point, I'm pretty much going to be doing just uh, one episode a week at this point. We finish season four, and I'll do pretty much be doing the same with the final season with s- season five, so... Alright. Like I said, everyone have a good week. Have a good Mother's Day if you celebrate it. And um, yeah. I think Rick Sings is gonna be a really fun episode. I mean, I liked movie magic okay, but I'm really looking forward to Rick Sings. Bye-bye, everybody.